1: Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour: Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina.
2: I want to uh, invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour: Power of Water and Water Life Science. I'm Sharon Kleina. I'm with you today, hopefully internationally, with. Voice America, and all of our syndication, and Apple iTunes, and be sure and come in and listen to what the future of our lives is, water, life science, and the power of water. This show was started nine years ago, soon 10, with a focus and a vision and a mission to bring pilgrims together throughout the world and concern ourselves with our health issues and better education about water and our lives. And I know we're doing that because the guests we've had on through the years have been from Nobel Prize winners to authors of very famous books around the world, nutrition, um, um, learning more about your eyes, what is dry eye really, and the eyes that are vision impaired, what is that education? What is the education of dehydration and the difference of evaporation of the water and dehydration, about exercise, how to breathe, how to sleep, and what to eat. It all surrounds what we call integrative medicine and the the world out there that is communicating with a a new direction in medicine that's been there for actually thousands of years. The doctors are welcoming it all over the world and scientists are turning, changing and turning their vision into more integrative research, for the, not being so complex, but understanding how important our life is with water and the impact of water with our lives. As you've been probably noticing in the news recently, about Mars at one time had water. A lot of water. I don't want the planet Earth to become at one time. I want us to do it now, to get serious about not just leading people to the water to drink, but also education about how important the water and the vapor of the atmosphere is to the water on the surface of our planet and the body water of all life, all the way down to the leaf to the flower, to all living life of species. Depends upon the water from the atmosphere for our life. And this is what I'm going to teach you. And I'm never going to stop this education and this focus. We need a pilgrimage. We need you to understand. And I've had people say to me, Sharon, I've never heard that before. And I've, ne- I've been as a doctor for all these years and never once as a physician or a scientist or anyone educated me about what you have educated me about, Sharon, to understand my health issues. And this is what it's all about. The moment you were born, you entered into the air called water vapor in the atmosphere. You left the pocket of water of your mother's womb. You entered into it, but you didn't have the water from the womb, but you had the water and the atmosphere. That water vapor is what keeps you alive, but also brought all life to earth and keeps earth alive. Now I'll repeat it. The water around your body on the planet earth, from the moment you were born, you begin an evaporation process of internal body water, living with the water vapor in the air. That water vapor is recycling with you like a magnet, like a battery charging every moment of your life. There are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, a lot of differences. In fact, you even look a little different. Your body water is evaporating, and the water and the atmosphere and the vapor is evaporating. They're recycling each other like a battery charging. That has to be that way. From the beginning of the moment of all life at the beginning of time on the planet, it's like an electrolytic charge that we don't see. It's invisible, but it's there. Now, the rest of this, such common sense, your body is made up of mostly water, and each one of those organs, for example, the brain, is 80 to 85% water. The eyes and the brain connect at the same moment of beginning a moment of organism together. They join together at the same moment, the brain and the eyes. Why did nature do that? Stop to think. I can tell you. The surface of the eye is 99% water. And when you were born, that eyelid opened and began an electrolytic charge like a battery with the water vapor in the atmosphere. You must maintain that water vapor, that water support in the surface, at the surface of the human eye, or you will have vision impairment. The vision begins to become impaired. That water is vital to your eyes. It's vital. Because the water of the eyes and the brain are connected and the brain is 80 to 85% water, if you're not getting the support of enough water at the supplement of the surface of the eye, the brain has to go on overload to give you what, it need, what you need that you're not getting. What is emotions? What uh, was stress? What is anxiety? What is exhaustion? What is fatigue and, and the, the, your complaints of, of exhaustion? Because if the eyes are not healthy you are going to be exhausted exhausted the water vapor in the air is vital to the health of that vapor is vital to all life on the planet from the moment the planet began to exi- its extinction I don't want the planet earth to be extinct someday I think we can do this with technology I'm not going to say think I know it. I've been studying for way over 30 years. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research, now we say water life science, to tell the world with comparables of the products that we've taken to market, the world is waiting for supplementation, handheld portable devices to supplement the body to slow down the moisture evaporation loss to severe dehydration, what causes death. What do you think anxiety is? Severe dehydration. Now listen to this. Lungs, 75 to 80% water. Your lungs need that motion with the heart. The heart is 75 to 80% water. The heart and the lungs must have healthy moisture in both of them. They must be maintained. The lungs, 75 to 80% water. The heart is 75 to 80% water. Skin 70 to 75% water, blood 50% water, muscle 70 to 75% water, kidneys, bones, teeth, liver all need water. And if one of those organs is depleting, it can cause the future of a disease. They go on overload to cause evaporation, they become evaporated and they draw from each other like a magnet and they need that balance, they need that balance for you to be healthy. You need to balance to be able to have that moisture and the water vapor to recycle with you. Now, we're going into water. Drinking water, I don't want to ever hear, it just brings tears to my eyes it gets me very emotionally concerning that we left the water to drink the importance of that so far behind. I just told you with education, with no exaggeration, you're made up of water. The planet is made up of water. We don't want to become extinct. But our health and our issues on the planet depend upon... Healthy water in the water vapor of the atmosphere also, when it's evaporating, brings the rain down. And if the rain isn't coming down to the, replenish the water on the planet, the aquifers below and the surface of the planet and the, and the healthiness of the air, we're breathing. Breathing is vital to your everyday life. Breathing that water vapor in the air is how you stay alive. Number two, drinking water water. Clean, healthy glass of water with no added ingredients to it. It must be the organism of water without any ingredients because I've learned in research, if you add anything more than just a little bit of lemon flavor or something like that or a leaf of a mint, if you add any weight to that water, it will not absorb. The organs will fight it because the organs are made up of water and they're trying to absorb your drinking water. You know something that I I've, I've got to bring back to your uh, focus here is drinking water every day, up to eight to ten glasses, depending upon your own stress level and your symptoms. What you need. Some only need eight. Maybe there's some that need ten. Maybe there's some that need twelve. Did you remember what they did with Ebola? Do you remember the Ebola uh, outbreak? Did you, did you remember, and I'm going to bring it up to you again, in Nigeria, the headlines that came out of Nigeria, hydration helps Nigeria beat Ebola outbreak. Nigeria declared Ebola free. Spectacular success. Stop and think about it. Ebola free. Hydration. They could drink 1.2 gallons of water a day and cure themselves of Ebola. Now stop and think about the rest of your body and the symptoms. I want you to go out and type in, search water and your health. The health benefits of water. The wondrous ways the water can improve your health. But then I found one that my secretary found. Sally Tamarican. T-A-M-A-R-K-I-N. I want to talk to Sally because Sally found 34 ways water can make you awesome. Sally and I have got to talk because she found all the different directions that she is obviously blogging out there, writing up articles, caring about people's health issues, about what is happening with lack of water education. You must... Realize this planet should be with technology. It's not going to happen just because the Earth began to have a droplet of water billions of years ago. We on the planet must learn more about the technology of questioning some of the things that we haven't learned yet. Your body is water. Did the doctor, when you went, it's not the doctor's fault. They're seeing way too many people who don't go to the doctor in time. And when the doctor walks into the room... To help each patient, the patient didn't get there before it happened or just as it happened. They waited out. No patient should wait to go see the doctor. You should start studying. Today you have every means communications to study what the symptom might be about for you to prevent, you to take responsibility of your own health. Remember, nobody is God. And I believe God could be, is in the water. Because that's what brought all the magic to the planet. The face of the planet is in the water. Always has been, always will be. So we need to start turning to that with our vision and our pilgrimage. Water, life, science. Listen to this show and you will learn more about it every week and ongoing for eternity. Because we're going to leave a legacy as a gift to embrace every life, every breath to learn more about the power of water and water life science. Today we have a very special guest, John Monroe, and he's representing a Dr. Deborah Banker, M.D., and they have quite a direction to go with what I think today, the show will be very fascinating, with what they're learning more about our medicines And what were they learning with better education about the uh, the complementary medicine that's out there? Have you heard more about lately about complementary medicine? MDs, PhDs, physicians from all over the world are now learning more to discuss integrative medicine, complementary medicine that the Chinese have taught us and other cultures have taught us for thousands of years that now we're going to do complementary where we can use the more Western medicine along with the thousands of years that they've taught us to be more responsible for our health ourselves. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, to supplement those eyes I told you about. The surface of the eye is 99% water. Any fatigue, any exhaustion you have, blurriness, allergies, any, anything complaints to the eyes at all where you get blurry and you can't see as well is called vision impairment. You need the supplement, like you brush your teeth and you eat food and you wear the right clothes, breathing correctly. You need the supplement of Nature's Tears Eye Mist to have a healthier eye. Well, listen to our sponsor with Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist, and we'll be back with John Monroe.
0: Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Hour at yahoo.com. That's Hour at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
2: John, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm looking forward. Tell me a little bit about you, and then I would like you to explain to the audience and educate us about Dr. Banker, M.D., who you work with?
3: Well, I'm a natural vision improvement educator, and I was trained by Dr. Deborah Banker, and uh, I worked with her for 15 years in her clinic, and uh, basically it's all about ways to improve eyesight and eye diseases and other eye problems uh, non-surgically without any drugs or surgery, And it was all pretty much developed by Dr. Banker, her certain ways of working with different eye problems that people have. And um, I've actually been doing this over 20 years now. And Mm -hmm. um, we work with uh, all types of uh, eye issues and um, basically uh, nearsightedness, farsightedness, presbyopia, that's trouble reading small print. We work with a whole gamut of eye diseases. You know, cataracts, glaucoma, macular degeneration, retinitis pigmentosa, diabetic retinopathy. I mean, th- there's a lot of different eye problems people Tell have. Tell us a
2: little bit about Dr. Banker, and uh, we'll have to get her on as a guest because we have very prestigious doctors from all over the world and scientists uh, who have been on that are pioneers uh, into mm-hmm. the, where they're going. Tell us a little bit about her. Uh, she's an MD, she's an ophthalmologist, and she's into complementary medicine um, right. as a practitioner. But tell us about how long she's been doing it and uh, some of the things that you'd like us to know about her.
3: Well, the thing with, with Dr. Banker, I didn't know if you knew or not, she passed away in May 2007.
2: Oh, no, and it doesn't say anything to, about that here.
3: Yeah, and I, I had to uh, take over the uh, the practice for her, you know, her and her family asked me if I'd like to continue doing this, but unfortunately, um, she's not here practicing anymore.
2: Oh, okay.
3: We we had information on our website about it, but, you know, after a while, we took it down.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: um, I do have my partner, Jeannie, that works with me. She's a kinesiologist certified, and she worked with Dr. Banker in the clinic, Uh, We had clinics in Malibu, California, and we had a clinic here in Boulder, Colorado, uh, Mm -hmm. back in the 90s and the 2000s. And Dr. Banker, when I met her, I met her in 1992 or 91, back around there. And um, it was just amazing uh, to see what she was doing because it it wasn't what other, you know, ophthalmologists were doing. She Mm -hmm. was a trained cataract eye surgeon. And she went to medical school for fourteen years, mm-hmm. and uh, she studied all types of different ways of uh, working with these problems. Um, she studied Chinese medicine, medicine of Tibet and India. You know what do they do in these other countries for eye problems? And um, she got onto a whole different you know path working with um, things that she would find, and she would try them on her patients in her clinic and, and see the results, so she really did more uh, research and study of eye diseases and eye problems that causes the symptoms.
2: And John, can you know, we explain, because um, I've been in research for now over 30 years, and of course, right. I was brought into the eyes 14 years ago Great. because of the dehydration, the evaporation right. of the <clears throat> That's a big problem people blindness. have. Right. And, of course, that's my world and my field and my physicians and doctors, surgeons uh, involved. Um, Complementary medicine, uh, I need to mention to the audience, is becoming very exciting throughout the world. But in the United States, learning how to work with an integrative, complementary way with all medicine throughout the world, with some of the thousands of years that they've been learning from the past, the integrative, complementary medicines that they had learned, and bring them together and try to have them join uh, to practice both at the same time. Now, did that describe that well enough for you?
3: Well... There's also holistic uh, medicine and treatments. And uh, complementary medicine, alternative approaches to things are just, you know, when certain things aren't working out, you you can always try to find something else to do. You know, there's there's always hopefully an alternative to something. And uh, that was what was so amazing with Dr. Banker's work. Uh, She developed a... uh, a product. It's a self-help vision care kit and uh, people can use this at home. They don't really have to go anywhere. It's designed to use it at home and it's for all ages. You know, little children, adults, seniors can use this. And there's a series of different eye exercises. It goes into acupressure, reflexology, diet, lens reduction. There's all different uh, techniques you can work on. And like I was saying, she would, you know, study what they were doing in other countries because she was finding too many bad side effects to cataract surgery. And uh, actually, when she was going to medical school, she had to read a lot. And she got to a point where she couldn't even read anymore. She was having uh, problems with her eyes. And she found some exercises by Dr. Bates. Uh, He was around in the 30s and 40s. And uh, she started doing them. And within a month, she could read again, you know, and, and it totally cleared up her vision. And, what did she uh, it, do? C-
2: can I ask you what she did? Did she do rapid eye technology? What did she do?
3: Uh, she was doing some eye exercises for the cellulary body. It's a, a muscle around the lens in the eye. Right, right. And the lens is behind the uh, iris and the pupil, and right. the muscle goes all the way around the lens. It's a sphincter mm-hmm. muscle. It's like right. a rubber band. And whenever you go to read small print or look at something up close, your brain notices that Mm -hmm. and it sends a signal to the muscle and it can tighten up the muscle. Mm -hmm. And as the muscle tightens up, it actually squeezes the lens and the lens bulges out and gets thicker. It's like, say, if you took a balloon and put a loop around it and tighten that loop, you know, the balloon's going to bulge out. So when the muscle tightens up, the lens gets thinner. And when the muscle loosens up, the lens gets I mean, when the lens tightens up, when the muscle tightens up, the lens gets thicker. And when the muscle loosens up, the lens gets thinner. It gets I can a little help you confusing.
2: With that. I can help you evaluate that. So What uh, it is, is when the body is tightening up, we're all evaporating from birth with water loss because you, you're no, no longer in the pocket of water, but you're living in the water vapor that keeps you alive in right. the atmosphere. Okay. When the muscles begin to give you signals, that you're over evaporating to possibly dehydration out of control. They start, all the muscles in the body start trying, organisms try in the body try to help each other. They're all the way to the eyes, the brain, and all these connections, okay? What the eyes are saying is that if they're severely dehydrating out of control. Right. The body's organs are having to be behind that. And because the eyes are connected to the brain, John, the brain is
3: 80... Yeah, the eyes are part of the brain.
2: There you go. Therefore, the dehydration effect, the over evaporation effect, is this no different than they say you need to learn how to breathe correctly, that water vapor. You need how to drink plenty of water without adding ingredients because the water has to absorb. Proper nutrition... Some people are allergic and don't know what food they may be sensitive to. We haven't taught them enough about that yet. The other one is moderate exercise and then sleep. That moderate exercise for the body is what, John? You need to keep those muscles relaxed. You need to keep that rhythm of the body motion so that it doesn't go on overload to evaporate even further than it is already to stay alive. If those muscles get too tight, there's more evaporation, body water loss in that organ that, that is stimulated with more severe dehydration. Rapid right. eye technology, eye, eye, eye exercises, let's say are just as important as you learning to breathe, learning how to eat the proper food for you personally, and then getting moderate exercise for the body. But our eyes are lazy. Our eyes are not moving around like we're moving our other limbs of our body, right?
3: Well, yeah. Like when you wear glasses, say you're nearsighted and you're wearing glasses all the time, you tend to just look straight ahead through the glasses. You're not moving your, you know, say you want to look at something to the right, you'll turn your head to look at it instead of turning your eyes. To That's look at right. It. That's what
2: i think. So you have six. That's, our six eyes, out of eyes are eyes. not, our neck is getting an exercise. And by the way, you can see, John, why they're so worried, and I'm worried because of it in the research, of what they're look. doing sitting at a computer, looking right. down at their problem. iPhones all day long. Right. Because when that eye becomes lazy, what happens, John? Over-evaporates.
3: Right. Well, the problem with the, uh, the cellulary body around the lens, the muscle around the lens, when you stare at something, if you notice someone when they're reading, they're, they're kind of holding the book one distance from their eye, and they're staring at it when they read it. So what happens is the brain tightens up the muscle to focus, and it it holds the muscle there. And while you're staring at something, that muscle is tightened up. Right. And over, you know, say you sit there for an hour reading a book, that muscle is tightened up for an hour and just sitting there. Right. And that's what, over time, causes the muscle to toughen up and harden up. And then when the brain sends a signal to it to tighten up to focus, the muscle doesn't work properly, and then you can't see good.
2: And you know what happens so, when your muscle t- tightens up? It swells up.
3: Right, swelling. that can cause swelling, and you could get pain yeah. in the
2: eye. And when, it, when also, there's swelling, John, that means the water is evaporating too quickly out of that organism, drawing right. onto other organs to be able to su- uh, support its recycling. And then all of a sudden, all those internal organs, and then the skin itself, being like your surface of your planet. You're not able to get the recycling of the vapor from outside the body to recycle, to absorb. It becomes a multiple problem, of severe, out-of-control evaporation of body water.
3: Well, what Dr. Banker discovered from Chinese uh, eye doctors is whenever the Chinese people read, every few minutes they'll move their head back a few inches. Then they'll read for a few minutes, and then they'll move their head forward a few inches. Mm -hmm. And they just do that when they're reading. They're not staring at what they're reading. So whenever you move your head back and you read a few minutes, you move your head forward, the brain has to move the muscle in the eye. The cellulary body, it will will move it to refocus. Mm -hmm. So the muscle isn't stuck for an hour while you're sitting there staring at the book. So all you really have to do is move your head back and forth occasionally when you're reading and have that muscle moving, Mm -hmm. and uh, it it will... uh, you won't have troubles with, with reading.
2: Well, you mean you won't have as much trouble. You've still got to learn. You've still got to learn for the eye's sake and all the organism of the body. And the eyes are a focal point, is what I learned in my research, John, the focal point of all the symptoms of your body, every bit of it. That surface of that eye, is the evaporation and the signal to the brain and the rest right. of the internal organs has an influence on not only internal organs, the external organ of the skin, and how you're able to recycle, absorb that water vapor from the air. Okay, now the education that we've offered and how serious this is. This is much more complex, but not so complex that that the education is not there and the simplicity of better knowledge, of more more responsive, more... uh, of responsible ways a person can learn to take responsibility to be healthier by learning all this stuff. They don't have to run in and pay the millions of dollars, the thousands of dollars, the hundreds of dollars, whatever it is, to go out and learn because those of us on this radio show are teaching them to be responsible for your own health and your education. And we know that water is primary Now, uh, you have been teaching other directions because of Dr. Banks' um, knowledge of what she had been learning before she passed away about some new directions to go in complementary medicine.
3: Well, she always said to keep the body hydrated. You know, the eyes, uh, a lot of people develop floaters in the eye, and that's a a lack of uh, water hydration to the eye. And it causes the uh, vitreous jelly, which sits on top of the retina. There's a thin coating of vitreous jelly on top of the retina, and then the rest of the eye is full of aqueous humor, kind of like egg white. But the uh, vitreous jelly can actually dry up, and pieces of it can break off and float around in your visual field. It's called a floater. And a lot of times, you know, rehydrating the, the eyes better, A lot of people that drink alcohol, they have problems with with, uh, floaters, and people are very nearsighted.
2: Well, my team are all, most every one of them are surgeons and physicians and ophthalmologists. They're all saying, too, that's why we founded Nature Series IMSS, to be able to support that, which you just said, it has to be supplemented, and there's only one product in the world with tissue culture grade of water to be able to, with a fine humidifying mist to supplement that. Like you, Can you imagine way back in time, John, when they said, if you brush your teeth, you might be able to prevent cavities. And then all of a sudden, what do they say today? If you brush your teeth, you will prevent cavities. With Nature's Tears Eye Mist, they're learning that if you supplement the surface of that eye every day, once, twice, or as often as you think necessary that you may be able to, sup- to slow that vision impairment down to what might be potentially try to prevent blindness and vision impairment. Right. You have to supplement that. But back yeah, to, I uh, we're going to body. take a break for just a moment, and we're going to come back right. with some of your complementary uh, therapies that you've been using, and, and I'll try to balance that out for the audience to understand, too, because we've been teaching them quite a bit already this with this show, don't go anywhere, John. We'll be All right, right, I'll be right so here. Listen to our sponsor, we'll listen to our sponsor that supplements the surface of the eye. I have met thousands and thousands of ophthalmologists, optometrists, sponsoring, uh, supporting us, I should say, endorsing us about the suppo- uh, supplementing the surface of your eye. Even a baby could be supplemented, with the surface of the eye. What is a common cold? What is an allergy? What is vision impairment? It's called evaporation, water loss of the body, but all water loss at the surface of the eye. It must be maintained. Where you'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. We'll be right back with John Monroe.
0: All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
1: listening to the sharon kleina hour health environment and the power of water if you have a question or comment please direct your email to sharon hour at yahoo.com that's sharon hour at yahoo.com now back to the program
2: john uh, you and i were just talking before the we had our sponsors um message uh, about water and the muscles and um what is happening, and of course, I brought the atmospheric water vapor, and I need for you to know, too, in the audience, that I have Dr. Duane Cecil, PhD, who was with NASA for 40 years as a climatologist, scientist, water scientist, and atmospheric scientist on my team, and we studied the whole picture, John, of this Earth when it began, at the moment that water vapor evaporated and began a rain droplet, and we came through the billions of years to understand the common sense of where we're all, what we're all living with. And then when we think about the lack of education, and that's what this show is all about, and that's what Water Life Science is all about with our research center, is educating people about integrative, alternative, and complementary medicine. They're coming together, John, for the first time in history, very, I mean, connected because I was the first person to take that into the medical field and sit on in a drugstore shelf and on a pharmacist's counter with Nature's I missed as 100% holistic, integrative, alternative, complementary medicine to be sold as a supplement of 100% water in the medical field. They accept it. They're excited. They, they can't learn enough of what we can teach them. Can you imagine Dr. Banks and other doctors throughout the world and Chinese doctors, what they had to battle? People thought they were voodoo. But now the world is coming together to find out that it is exactly the opposite. We can begin to complement each other in the world of medicine, we'll call it. Now, you've been teaching some new directions that Dr. Banks had had before she passed away and teach us. Some of the electrolytics uh, uh, applications of therapy that you have.
3: Well, first of all, her name is Dr. Deborah Banker.
2: Not Banker, Banger. I ap-
3: apologize. Thank you. And she was an ophthalmologist and did go to medical school, and and she also studied. Uh, she was an acupuncturist, an herbologist, a nutritionist, mm-hmm. a general practitioner, an MD. Mm-hmm. So she did a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Water is very important to the body and your diet. There's a lot of foods and, and things people do, like uh, tannic acid and coffee is a big cause of macular degeneration. It tightens up the blood vessels in the body and cuts off circulation. Chemicals in cigarettes are causing macular degeneration. Methyl alcohol <coughs> in uh, artificial sweeteners <coughs> is causing uh, damage to the retina and the optic nerve. Let's
2: back up on that one for a second. I'm glad you brought that up. Right. They're using that alcohol in place of sugar, which can be even more damaging.
3: Well, sugar, too, yeah, a lot of sugar. Well, sugar. You, you know, I'm anti-sugar, sugar and, I,
2: I, and, uh, and I have a little quiz, and I'll, I'll get into that later with you. But, but then they're using the alcohol as a supplement, that is even going to cause more trouble like they did with all the other artificial sweeteners. It's, yeah, they're People not good. think it's safe.
3: Well, aspartame, they say it turns into formaldehyde when you eat it.
2: Wow, yeah.
3: So it's, you know, all these things are bad. You should just eat organic, natural, non-processed, non-pasteurized foods. And if you need a sweetener, use agave nectar, pure green stevia, or honey, You know, there's a lot of other other choices out there. And if you need to use some sugar, you can use brown sugar instead of white, you know, granulated sugar. Mm -hmm. But, but, you know, back to the eyes, um, the the diet's a big part of this, what we do. Right. Especially with the different eye diseases like cataracts and glaucoma, macular Mm -hmm. degeneration and other ones. Mm -hmm. But... um, The simpler things like improving your reading vision is working on the the cellulary body, the muscle around the eye, uh, the lens in the eye. And then when you have troubles with near and far-sightedness, it's the uh, six outer eye muscles that move your eye around. And when you look up or down, left and right, that's done by the six outer eye muscles. But those muscles can actually, they tighten up and they can hold tension. They're the only Mm -hmm. muscle in the body that, that can actually tighten up and hold the tension. Mm -hmm. And then over time, they'll tighten up some more and and they'll hold the tension. And as they do this, they're squeezing the eye and it's becoming more elongated. It's becoming more egg-shaped. And uh, that's That's why people get stronger and stronger prescriptions over time. These muscles will tighten up and squeeze the eye more and more. And you're actually becoming more blind. So uh, there's things that cause these muscles to tighten up, anger um, being emotionally upset, being tired and fatigued, being stressed out, not you know, getting enough rest.
2: Because the eyes are getting too dry. Right. Yeah, lack of water and
3: nutrients. So yes. mm-hmm. that's what we try to teach people. And um, it's all in the, uh, the kit that Dr. Banker developed. She has 20 years of research and study in it. You can, you, know, you can see the thing on our website. But also adults get these, and they learn how to use them, and they teach their children how to do this. You know, I, the youngest boy that I know that's working with this program is four years old in New York City. And, and in just a month working with these eye exercises, he went from a minus four to a minus three. And, he, you know, that's that's a pretty good improvement in a month mm-hmm. for a, a small boy like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when children get angry and, you know, you see them having a tinter tantrum and they're getting upset, well, that can cause the outer eye muscles to tighten up.
2: Do you want to well, keep, keep them under control, second, you know. John, I've had scientists from other very well-known clinics throughout the United States say, right. Mayo and more, that when that baby is born and we did not catch, that was, was not caught, that that baby had eye problems, soon enough, anxiety will c- come from the baby having vision problems.
3: Right.
2: That's why dry what? eye is more than just the plain two words, dry eye. It's because the eyes are vision impaired. Dry eyes cause severe dry eyes cause it to get worse, and those muscles to tighten up to try to pull that moisture out of the air. So when a baby is born, and it's not caught in time, he said this: the vision the, the prisons are probably full of people that didn't know that what really was the anxiety and the problems because of the eyes.
3: Well, amblyopia is a big problem children have, and lazy eye. So, um, right. mm-hmm. when you keep your, Dr. Banker told me that when you keep children in a crib all the time, they don't move around enough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when, when they're out crawling around and moving their arms left and right and looking around, mm-hmm. they're moving their eyes around more. Mm-hmm. And she always thought amblyopia, a lot of the children that had it, you know, they, the parents were keeping them in the crib an awful lot. Mm-hmm. So it's good to let them crawl around and look around and move around on the floor mm-hmm. or whatever, but, mm-hmm. uh, You shouldn't keep them in the crib too long. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not good for them.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, some of the uh, therapeutic methods that you're using, what are they, John?
3: Well, we have eye exercises from Tibet, from India, from China. Some of them Dr. Banker developed. Um, it, It also goes into acupressure points that you can massage with the tip of your finger or press and release on them around the eyes. Mm-hmm. And there's also reflexology points on the bottom of the feet that you can massage and on your ears. And uh, there's other techniques like circular well, and massage. In the hands.
2: There's massage. I've been taking reflexology for 22 years every week. Um, right. It's on the feet, the hands, and behind the ears. Right.
3: right. So um, like on your earlobe, right there in the middle of your earlobe, there's a good point there that you can press and release on and rub, and it's for the... it's a point for the eyes. Mm -hmm. And on the feet, right behind the knuckles for your toes, on the bottom of your feet, there's a good Mm -hmm. area to massage for the eyes. And in our book, there's drawings of the uh, ear Mm -hmm. and the bottom of the feet. There's a whole section on the uh, acupressure, a whole Mm -hmm. chapter in there. And uh, just working on these points are really good. You know, people wear their shoes too much you know they don't walk around barefoot enough which massages the bottom of the feet when you walk around like that mm-hmm. so uh, she always said yeah people wear their shoes too much they don't soak their feet in warm water enough I mean we've had people just soaking their feet in warm water for half an hour we'll check their eyesight on the eye chart they'll soak their feet for half an hour we'll check their eyes again on the eye chart and they'll start seeing the chart better because it relaxes Uh the uh, nerves in the bottom of the feet, Uh and that helps relax the eye muscles.
2: Well, you know, I had a scientist on the show, John, from the University of Washington. I just love to bring him up, and Dr. Jerry Pollock and his team up in Washington, University of Washington, and they found the fourth water in the body. And then he and I were talking, and he said, you know, you're right about that water in the body. It's it's recycling with the water vapor from outside the body. It has to keep absorbing and recycling. And then he said that the body is like a battery because of the water in the body and the water in the atmosphere, the body water is like a battery. It has to charge with that water vapor. So what your doctor was learning something along the way, but she didn't know how to put her hands on it. Uh, what I did with my research is I went into all these different directions and started putting on di- and descriptions and documentation of how to put our hands on it. And I was complimented recently by Chinese, some of the China's leading scientists that I took Chinese integrative complementary medicine and took it on a full circle, John, because at the top of all of this is the water vapor in the atmosphere working... It, 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 recycling with the body water and its organisms like a battery and it's charging and it has to it has to if people don't learn how to breathe the water atmosphere, breathe properly drink the right amount of water eat the right food that we believe is agreeable to us and I'll play a little quiz with you because you and I both know and when the audience knows this too they have proven with no, no question that sugar It can be harmful, and carbohydrates, too much glucose. Even the sugar in some too ripe bananas is too ripe uh, in grapes, and we could go on and on and on. People think it has to be uh, other sugar. No, no, it's sugar. But I'll I'll ask you, John, the addiction today is out of control. Um, It's just sad about addiction. And what triggers that addiction is what I've been studying is what you put in your mouth. It could be something on your own nerve endings in your mouth that you don't know is not going to agree with you. And I'll ask you a question. Do you have anything, John, that you eat that you can have just one of it? One. Do you um, have anything like that?
3: Not really. I...
2: Do you have a, like chips or a, piece of popcorn? I don't eat chips. I, I have a Chocolate pretty... candy. Can you, can you have only one and not have one more?
3: Well, I like to eat dark chocolate. as a lot of antioxidants. So if you in eat instance. dark
2: chocolate, do you have to have more than just one little piece? Yeah. Okay. one little chip. So your body, What I'm coming from is your body is saying to you, your nerve endings in your mouth are saying to you, no. Nah. But that's the, that's the evaporation. The body made the decision for you to do that. So if you and you've got to watch those things because that's signals of your weaknesses to the evaporation that causes the body to do that. You didn't make yeah, that decision, the evaporation the cravings of Cravings
3: for sugar can get pretty
2: intense, you know. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And anything else.
3: Well, the sugar you gets could into have your carrots. system and, and then you keep you wanting have more of it.
2: Too many herbal vitamins. To, you could have, to be, have a vitamin supplement be doing it, and you don't even know it. Oh, and you're in a country that I should probably bring this up with you guys, on marijuana. You're in Colorado with the yeah, marijuana. Yeah, it's legal here. Yeah, it's legal. And see, I've been studying marijuana for many, many years. That, that what, when, what marijuana does, it causes a severe... Out of control, evaporation of the body's water loss. That's the only reason they're getting that feeling that quick. Hmm. That quick.
3: Well, they do get the munchies. They what? They get the munchies and want to eat more sweets, you know, and food. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. You, you, oh. you get more, um, you know, you want that candy bar more when you supposedly smoke when the marijuana. When you're evaporating.
2: That. Okay, there you're helping me. That evaporation is so quick and so spontaneously quick in your personal, I don't mean you, but in the person's individual body. Because remember, no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints, everybody has that little different evaporation. Well, when it goes craving like that, for that, it wants to get that high again. It wants to bring it up again. It's because it, it caused so much evaporation so quickly, and that's why potentially it will not be helped. They'll prove it. It's not going to be healthy. It's going to be just the opposite. And well, up here we have very little people, humidity. It's the gateway to more problems.
3: Right. You're. You're. What state are you in?
2: Oregon. Uh, we yeah, we they have, legalized it here too. <laughs> you you
3: have uh, more humidity in the air down there. Uh, up here, there's less humidity. It's drier up here. So your eyes do get drier. You know, you you, you do need to use um, saline or water.
2: Well, you don't want to use something. saline. Saline causes an evaporation a trauma to the eyes. The, right. eva- uh, the saline doesn't work. Uh, it's no different than saline on the skin. You're oh. not a barnacle. Right. Uh, you, it's got to be, uh, but back to anywhere. I don't care whether you're in China or you're over, into, or over in any country of the world. We all are living individually. And remember, no two people are just exactly alike with that evaporation of the body, living with the water vapor that's available in the atmosphere to keep us alive.
3: Yeah, you but need plenty th- of water.
2: It's water, but, and uh, then also now you have a therapeutic device that you use to electrify, uh, not uh, to create an electrolytic energy to the body. What is that?
3: Well, Dr. Banker developed what's called the SEEDS device, the Subtle Electromagnetic Energy Delivery System, and basically, um, we charge up the particles. We, we use it to charge up the uh, electrons and particles in the atoms. And when you do that, these cells can start growing. So mm-hmm. we use it to rejuvenate tissue. And we, mm-hmm. we have another one, the drain device, which it, when you have swelling, you have a lot of inflammation and energy right. in there. And we can also drain that off. So we can drain a lot of the energy off the body, and we can put energy in, and we use these electrodes. You know, they're put over the eyes, the liver, the kidneys. Uh, we can use it on different parts of the body where, you know, it's injured. So um, they're, they're really basically kind of simple devices. You know, there's they're not a lot of uh, money to build. And they're not like some big, huge, enormous machine. Yeah, know. have you
2: seen that one on TV for if you have pain? Have you seen that one?
3: The uh, proton therapy?
2: Yeah. What does that mean?
3: Well, they're using uh, uh, LED lights. I believe they're okay. red, and they're putting okay. energy into the muscles and the tissue, and they're trying to rejuvenate the tissue. They're now, I don't electro- know how good it, it
2: works. Yeah, it's all electrolytic also.
3: They, they say it goes like eight inches down into the skin. Mm-hmm. Okay, if somebody uh, wanted to
2: find you, where would they go to find you at? Uh, What what website?
3: Our our website is just drbanker.com. It's D-R-B-A-N-K-E-R.com. Okay. Or you can just call us at the office here in Boulder if you'd like. Um, The Mm -hmm. phone number is 303-494-4532. Mm -hmm. And the uh, number's on the website also. Okay. I'm usually here 10 to 7, Monday through Saturday, Mountain Time.
2: Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today, and I wish you well. It looks like you're on the right track. And uh, I hope that the education you and I provided to our audience today gets them very conscious of taking more responsibility for better education.
3: Hopefully we can do you know, some more interviews and talk more about the uh, eyes and the eye problems and eye diseases and all this stuff. There's a lot to cover.
2: Okay, John. You have a nice day. All right. Bye-bye. And you be well, too. All right. I will. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope that we gave you a lot of education today that is a fact. And on my research, it's all been documented and, and um, to discovery. And what we're doing with the planet Earth, with our research center, with Water Life Science, Biologic Aqua Research, is getting the education to all of you throughout the world to start taking responsibility of education and what is available to you. But it is the water. And the planet Earth will not live without it. It's the water in the atmosphere primarily. It's you breathing correctly correctly. It's your e- drinking a lot of water and take that serious. I was talking to someone this morning, and they said, but I don't want to go to the bathroom all the time. I said, please, go to the bathroom every time you have a glass of water then, but you got to drink it. Uh, have a friend who has cancers on the skin, and they thought, you know, maybe I better start drinking more water because and, and they, they weren't drinking enough water. More symptoms of allergies and common colds and flus. It's just like solving the Ebola problem. In, uh, in Nigeria because of drinking now water. So listen well. I will promise you I will never give up. Embrace your life every special moment. It's your life. It's a gift. But embrace somebody else's too. Be fair. Be conscious that other people have a life to live. Embrace their life and their miracle too. But earth whispers, never say goodbye. Don't take it all with you. Leave something behind for all the generations of children to come to know that you cared too. Thank you for listening, and you be well.
1: Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.